Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Healthy Business Podcast. I'm here today with Guy Shepard, and he is going to be telling us a little bit more about himself and some exciting stuff he's got going on here in the coming months. Guy, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us more about you and what you do. Uh, hey, Jake. I am Guy Shepard. I am the Director of Infrastructure Platform Services at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that's just a big, long title that says I take care of the IT uh, equipment and hardware for the the medical center in general. So we're we're a, a southeast regional hospital uh, that's pretty well known in the south. Right. That that's awesome. The uh, and so I'm just going to kind of get it kicked off here by asking you. You know, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, you know, have you seen any shifts in that type of industry more so in the last few years? I've been doing this for let's say my age here, almost 40 years. Um, and in the last few years, you know, it used to be, you didn't really care about your own personal health. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you cared about the patient's health. And over the last few years, it was more about, okay, we had to start focusing on personal health, regenerating and, and revigorating because, you know, with the pandemic that it came on, healthcare was hit pretty hard and your work, you, your, healthcare agents were working 12, 14, 16 hours a day and not taking time for themselves. And we realized that that causes burnout, people leaving and actually just getting out of the industry altogether. And there's, and there's, there's a problem now across the country where nurses have just left the industry. They're done. They don't want to do it anymore. And it's because of that, because they weren't taking care of themselves personally. Oh yeah. And, and, and so from a fitness and nutrition standpoint, uh, I I've seen that across the board from doctors to nurses, surgeons, it, it, and it's, it really is a problem because so many of them, they spend their whole day taking care of people that at the end, you know, they don't want to take care of themselves. And, and, it, and it's hard. I mean, it really is. I mean, I know yeah. I struggle with it sometimes too. If I spend a whole day coaching clients online or coaching clients in person, at the end of the day, sometimes I want to kick back with a pizza, you know, and, and too, too many, too, yeah, no, and, and too many days in a row of doing that can lead to some of those, some of those issues, especially, especially when dealing with your own personal health, you know, what do you think is the most important factor in maintaining like a healthy work life balance in the, in this industry? Well, in this industry, uh, a lot of us have, have went remote. So mm -hmm. we're now doing hundred percent remote and we're a hybrid. And so we find ourselves sitting in front of a computer or a camera oh, yeah. about eight to 10 hours a day and people forget to get up mm -hmm. and, you know, you need to move around. You need to find, you know, some time to move at least every about every hour and a half to get up and readjust and move so your body gets some type of movement. And that's really the biggest thing that I've been coaching my people is you don't have to be in front of the computer all the time. You, know, oh, yeah. you can stand up, you can stretch, you can do you can do things. Uh, you can walk away. And sometimes just getting away to walk for five to ten minutes just to get movement is what we've been trying to coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think just I think just leaving the house sometimes is a, is a is a big part of it. I I know sometimes I get because I do I actually do a majority of my work online as well. I do a lot of remote fitness and nutrition coaching, so I sometimes will spend hours in front of the computer and on my phone texting, calling, you know, do do whatever it is I need to do. And you know, you almost get to a point sometimes where you think that you don't want to leave. Yeah, and and then once you actually leave, you feel so much better, and you and you wonder why you have that like overwhelming feeling that you 
don't want to leave the house because every time it just feels so much better every every time it's so it's such an odd feeling well and i'll tell you when when we first started the pandemic and we're working from home i worked in my kitchen okay Mm -hmm. and my kitchen there is a window but it's just a small window and you know you didn't realize how much you needed to see the outside until you know i've moved to my sunroom and my attitude and energy is totally different just by being in a room that has natural light yeah you don't even have to leave but just to just to be in the light and that's it's amazing and now my wife would like me to leave the sunroom but now <laughs> the sunroom has become kind of like my office in the yeah. <laughs> but you know it, but that's the thing it, it it actually brings energy and keeps that depression grayness out of your out of your mind and that's that that's when you're working by yourself because you, you do the same thing when you're working by yourself even though you're online talking to somebody you're still by yourself and you you got to get that some way to get that interaction and, and get that peace of mind some some way oh yeah well, and I, and I think that's that's huge. I, I know a huge thing kind of coming forward right now, especially in like, so say my industry is there's like these AI software computers that are, you know, that, that can write your workout plans and can write your nutrition plan and all, and all this stuff. But in my mind, that doesn't that doesn't scare me because while some people will use it and that's great, the overwhelming majority of people need people. And they need, they need someone to talk to. They need accountability. They need a partner. They need, they need someone that they can either get excited with, or they need someone that they're scared to disappoint, you know, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, and you're exactly right. That personal interaction, that the ability, you said it right, the accountability, you know, once you say it out loud and you say it to somebody, then you're accountable. You have to do it. Yeah. And when you're starting to talk about fitness, that's one of the things, you know, you have to, you have to make a diligent effort because we are sediment beings by nature, but we, you know, you had to make that, but you, as soon as you talk to somebody say, Hey, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to go do something? You're committing to somebody else into something bigger. And I think that's the part that AI could never do is, is be that separate person that you can interact with. Yeah. So, so, so what role do you think that mindfulness and mental health play in the overall well-being as a as a busy professional it's 80 percent and i would say i say it's 80 percent of your well-being is mental health and understanding yourself and taking time for yourself because that's the other thing people forget is you know that they they get in front of a computer they they're working they have commitments you know you're a father you're you're a husband you're you're an employee you have all these roles you're doing but you got to take time for yourself because if you don't take that time to reflect and to decompress, then all that's going to happen is you're going to end up uh, bringing it in, causing more stress. Stress is the worst thing for your body and to actually, you know, the turmoil and the chemicals that the stress produces, you know, it just, you start deteriorating fast. And to me, as I tell my, my people, uh, I have a team of 25 that when we started talking about it is, we have to stay positive. You know, if we're having a problem, talk to somebody. And if you can't talk to me, find somebody to talk to because you you, you can't keep it in. You got to do something. And I, I find that there's times that I have meeting with my people that we're talking about personal things. You know, what what happened over the weekend? What happened last night? What happened with their kids? What happened with their spouse? And just they just need some place to talk about it that they feel safe. Mm-hmm. And 
then we get work done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, and 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 I I feel like that, and in, in a lot of ways is true. It's funny. The more people I interview, and the more people I talk to, the 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 more similarities I see across industries, because I, I I see that just, just all the same. Like when I when I'm checking in with somebody, and you know they had a bad weekend of eating or or, or working out or whatever. Most of the time, we we don't even end up talking about the training or the eating. It was what is why what happened, mm-hmm. like, and then it's a safe space. So a safe space for them to share. Like we you know, like when I was growing up, my parents had this view, or you know, my my husband or my wife has this view of eating. So it it skews the way I'm trying to eat or, or my goals so much so that I've had friends that will, you know, I, I had a buddy once who brought a friend to the gym I was at at the time and he, his family made fun of him for trying to, for trying to get in shape. And it was because they, they were out of shape and, and yeah. to them, I'm sure they would never admit it, but I'm sure it was a man. If he gets in shape, he's going to, he might be better than us, or he might, he might, he might be the person that I want to be. So I'm going to tear him down and make sure that he doesn't become that. Yeah. Or he may be, he may look and be the person that I want to try to do. So then I have no reason why I can't do it. Oh yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great example. Yeah. And to me, you know, you know, when I have type two diabetes, right. Mm -hmm. And I know what not to eat. I know what to eat. And I'm, I, we wear a Dexcom seven, right? So I have a continuous glucose monitor that I can see all the time. And I will tell you, Saturday was probably the worst day in the last six months I ate. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, cause I got the graph to show it, but it's like, I felt bad afterwards. It's not yep. mentally, physically, I felt bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just couldn't pinpoint what was wrong. But then I go back and look at the data. Yeah. You know, my blood sugar was skyrocketing and it was going up. It was going down. It was going every which, which direction. Okay. So it comes back to, like I said, you know, I knew what I was doing wrong. I wanted yep. to eat. I wanted to, I wanted the junk food. So I ate it. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I think it's important to remember that those, those times are necessary. It's okay to, to let yourself have those at times. It's not, it's not that you can't ever do it, but managing it and being sure that it's not becoming an everyday thing or, you know, moderation, right? It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> you know, the moderation across all, all regards, all boards, all industries, moderation yeah. seems to be usually the right way to go. You know, yeah. and I, I want to give you kind of this opportunity to promote some stuff that you've got going on coming up. So you can tell the listeners kind of, you know, what you've got coming up and uh, it's some pretty exciting stuff. Well, you know, uh, one, I, I'm in the healthcare business, but also, uh, you know, talking about doing things outside of work and, you know, I started doing trading, you know, retail trading uh, market on uh, New York Stock Exchange using Thinkorswim by TD Ameritrade. But me and my brother came up with this strategy and we found a way to, I don't want to say beat the market, but we, we can skim the market. We can skim a little bit off the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my brother said, well, yeah, once you, can you write the app to, to, so we get all the data in one place? So we started writing this app. It's called Big S Trading. And it is puts all the information in one place. So an hour a day is all we do. and we're averaging about a 26% return on investment. That's crazy. Uh, so, <laughs> and it's one of those, you know, we're busy people. So we, we designed it so that if, if we do it at night, it sets itself up for the next day. It buys it, it sells it. It does everything we have to do. We don't have to worry about it. It's not mm-hmm. emotionally involved. So we're not watching it. We're not watching the stock market every day. We do, we make the decision. It does what it does. 
you know, and we were about 58, 59% accurate. And if you're 59% accurate, that puts you in the hall of fame. If you're a baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. That, if you're bat, you're batting almost 600. That's yeah. That's yeah. So, <laughs> and in, in stock trading, if you do, if you're batting 600 and, and you're making, you're making the profit and cutting your losses, it's about, it's a, it's still, it's almost a hall of fame. You don't yeah. have to do a hundred percent or 80%, 60%. Actually, fifty percent is actually pretty decent. So we're mm-hmm. we're excited, and we we went to an alpha uh, launch with the application uh, back in January, and in the end of June we're going to do a beta test. So if you happen to get some people that want to uh, become beta testers uh, in a retail stock trading application, you can send them my direction. I'll be happy to sign them up. We're we're doing a launch. It's a free service. Awesome. So it's well, exciting. Hey. Is, is LinkedIn is LinkedIn the best place to reach you for that? Is, is Guy Shepherd on LinkedIn? Yeah, Guy Shepherd on LinkedIn is is the, the the fastest easiest way to find me. Awesome. Well, I'll include that in the description of this podcast too. So once I get it done, I'll share it with you, and we can get it out to as many people as we can. And maybe get you some people. Sound good? Right. Uh, awesome. I appreciate it, Jake. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to the Healthy Business Podcast, and we'll see you next time.